Now here's the man that needs no introduction. Hey everybody, it's uh, Jim here. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Hey everybody, it's uh, Jim here. I've always wanted to do this. Hey everybody, it's uh, Jim here. What's your connection to Parkinson's disease? Hey everybody, it's uh, Jim here. Ah, sorry, that's my foot. I'll do better next time. Spinning Wheels, Parkinson's Conversations with Jim here. It's uh, Jim here in Ottawa, Ontario, and I'm with my uh, my friend Mike in Toronto. He's behind the uh, behind the scenes making sure that we look and sound pretty good. Uh, today's guest, if you followed the Spinning Wheels tour, uh, you'll know all about it. He's one of the uh, permanent or constant riders logged for the Spinning Wheels tour. He logged uh, 8,000 kilometers in distance, climbed 50,000 meters in height, over the entire country. Uh, welcome, Steve Eisman. Steve, thanks for uh, coming out today. Thanks, Jim. Hey, let's uh, let's jump right into it, Steve. Can you uh, can you tell us about your Parkinson's journey so far? So I've been uh, diagnosed for for ten years. I was uh, forty two uh, when I when I learned of my diagnosis, uh, and um, I spent the first half of that time, the first five years in hiding uh, you know my i my concerns were mainly about my employment i didn't want to didn't want anything to interfere with my with my career path i guess i was i was really trying to uh hold on to the world as it as it was and uh, and I, I, I it took a, a while for me to uh, uh accommodate change what really brought it about was uh when i learned about the benefits of, of cycling or intense exercise and for me that that that's synonymous with cycling and how it impacts uh, people with parkinson's that it it has a, a you know a near medicinal uh, effect um potentially could slow the uh, the, uh, the development of the disease what what is it that you think that cycling does for you in terms of mind body soul and Parkinson's. What do you? What's the magic with cycling? Uh, for me, cycling ends up being uh, the hub of of everything. It's my it's my social nexus, uh, my my athletic uh, uh, output, and frankly, when it comes to Parkinson's, it's the thing that I use to fight. Um, so I I feel not only physically good when I'm cycling, but I I feel like I'm doing something about about uh, about this problem and, and that feels really good parkinson's a disease right it's it's complicated uh, nobody wants it you're not going to wish it on anyone that you know uh, uh, maybe it's a unique perspective on this um, because while i fault parkinson's for 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 some of my travails i credit it for the things that are going really well uh, in in my life and i know that sounds uh, weird but you know, as I commented, I'm a much better cyclist now because I because I do it with with focus. It changes your relationship, the, the relationship with 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 those around you. You know, it, it's a it's an event change in your in your life. Uh, for me, I you know I had to stop working. You know that that makes a big change. But I think I found the secret to happiness with with Parkinson's, and that's letting go of the image that you have of who you are and that 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 image being tied to you as a younger person because there has been a change and and that change ha has to be accommodated 
Uh, and when you, uh, when you uh, accommodate, when you're no longer competing with younger you and feeling dissatisfied because, uh, because you're taking note of the things that you used to be able to do, but now, now you don't feel that, that, that you can, um, instead of making that contrast, focus on who you are and what you can do and 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 don't contrast it with it with anything that we all know not to contrast our 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 um, our successes with other with other people you know that's that's the that's the uh, the recipe for misery well don't do it with younger you either you're, you're you'll end up being happier if you uh, acknowledge who you are and what your limitations are and then be the best you can be at that you know what? I remember when, you know, we were cycling across the country. And here's the ever popular segment, Jim's Spinning Wheels Tour Flashback. And you were talking about how getting across Canada on bike had always been a goal of yours. But until it, there was an actual Parkinson's diagnosis, that potentially that might, that trip across the country might not have happened. It's, you're definitely right. Uh, I, I no longer have bucket lists. They're now, you know, near-term uh, to-do to lists. And if you think about it, if Parkinson's has caused you to go through this life change as it, as it has for me, it, it's changed my my employment, my, uh, you know, so many elements in, in, in my life. What it has done for me is uh, giving given me time and opportunity that I didn't have when uh, 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 before this this circumstance. Tell me a little bit about what's coming up. So it turns out I'm not the only Parkinson cycling lunatic. Uh, there's at least 19 others because a group of us. In fact, I leave tomorrow for England, uh, and we are we're going to uh, go to the uh, to the World Parkinson's Conference in Barcelona. But we're going to get there in style by biking there from England. Uh, so I'm, I'm going with, a, with a, a, an international uh, group. We, we will be paving, paving the way to Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> Do you know anybody who you'll be cycling with? I, I don't know uh, anybody uh, personally. I, have, I made a stop to, to meet one of the, one of the people when I, was, when I was transiting through Calgary, uh, and I have been training online with the mighty Norwegian crew, uh, and I am just so eager to uh, share a beer with them. How many days is it going to take? Like, how how much will you be cycling each day? Um, so it's sixteen hundred kilometers, and we're doing it in fifteen cycling days. Um, so it'll be just uh, averaging just a little over a uh, hundred kilometers a, a day. I. I've taken a look at the at the, the the route map, and there's just one mountain that we have to climb. Other than that, smooth sailing. Like, do you get a jersey for this, or what? Uh, what what sort of stuff? What swags in it? A jersey with our personalized names on the back. Nice. How did this actually come about? Like, you're you're a you're a guy from Canada. I found out about it too late. Um, I, I found out about it indirectly. Somebody who was already signed up for it uh, is a Canadian from from Calgary, and they contacted Parkinson's Canada because they wanted to do a little bit of fundraising and they want to 
know some of the ins and outs about about how to do that. So Parkinson's Canada said, well, you really got to talk to Steve Eisman. He, you know, we, we had just uh, come back from our uh, trip together and uh, they thought I might have suggestions for them. I gave them uh, uh, some materials. Then I thought, um, is there, is there any, uh, any uh, free spots? And uh, sadly, there were not. And there was a waiting list. So I contacted the, the organizer and uh, asked about it. And uh, she said, well, you can go on the, w- the waiting list. I said, that's, that's great. I'm, I'm really eager to go. Uh, we had just done this, this across Canada uh, trip and, uh, and, you know, it went really well. And she said, what was that? <laughs> uh, turns out that it's a good thing to have experienced long distance uh, uh, riders in, in the group and a position opened up. At least cycling 8,000 kilometers across the country opens up another cycling opportunity for you. At least I'm glad you have some street cred because of our journey across the country. It's like, yeah, you know, come on. It was like, got to have something that's got to mean something, uh, you know, internationally to go 8,000 kilometers. World Parkinson Congress, right? It's, it's our conference. It's, it's coming up in, in Barcelona, Spain, July 4th, the 7th. Have you been to one of these before? No, never have. Uh, and I, I really think this is uh, going to be a special one but for two reasons. It's the first post-COVID one, so there's there's been a bit of a, a drought for for, for people uh, gathering, and of course the, the you know this the biomarker uh, news I, I really think uh, creates an exciting exciting time in the Parkinson's community. I mean, it, it's the first time in recent memory that there's been an, a, a significant uh, advancement. I I think that this that there, it's more than just early detection. I think that that this has the benefit, especially if, if they can get it to be a blood test of improving uh, therapies and, and, and research, because they, they now have a concrete way of determining if, if things are, are, you know, if they're making improvements that are, that are more than just uh, subjective accounts between, you know, patient and, and doctor. Now, you, now there's just a, a, a clear test to show if the, ther- you know, the therapies that they're testing are, are, are are uh, achieving success. Uh, and I also think that uh, because of that, it, it improves the likelihood of, of uh, uh, drug therapies being successful, which from a pharmaceutical uh, manufacturer's perspective, uh, makes it a little bit easier to green light uh, uh, research uh, projects because the, the chances of success have improved. I really think a heyday is ahead of us. I see one line of dominoes falling, and then all of a sudden it branches off into three or four lines of dominoes falling. And I'm very because I'm going to the the uh, I'm going to Barcelona as well, and uh, I'll be really interested to see how many people are talking about this new biomarkers uh, advancement. And to see with that. And so, look, see, we'll have to, uh, we're definitely going to get you back on because I want to hear your thoughts about what happened in Barcelona. And I want to hear your thoughts about what happened in terms of how you got to Barcelona. All right. I want to hear about the bike trip. So, are you good to come back on with us at a future date and let us know what happened? I'd love to. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us here on Spinning Wheels Parkinson's Conversations with Jim here. I'd like to thank Steve Eisman for being a guest on the show today. 
right? Steve, uh, Steve was one of the original riders coming across the country on spinning wheels tour, uh, you know, helped us spread the word about what uh, Parkinson's disease is doing in Canada. He's, right now, he's uh, we wish him luck on his, on his trip from Brighton, UK to Barcelona, Spain, to the uh, World Parkinson Congress. So safe journey, Steve. I'll see you there. And uh, I look forward to hearing, uh, hearing all about the, the trip. And uh, we look forward to having Steve back on the podcast again. His first comments was, it tastes awful. And, um, you know, that maybe that works for cough syrup, but uh, it shouldn't be the case for tea. So PDT tastes nice. Spinning Wheels, Parkinson's Conversations with Jim here is brought to you in part by PDT, the healing power of tea applied to Parkinson's. Learn more at PDT.com. Spinning Wheels, Parkinson's Conversations with Jim here is a podcast produced by Jim Redman and Mike Loughran. This podcast is not intended to replace the assistance of your personal medical professionals and should not be relied upon for medical advice. For more information, go to spinningwheelstour.ca.